Welcome to the University of the Free State Career Services Podcast, where we talk to experts about the ins and outs of jobs and share tips that will give you a grip on your future career. Welcome guys to the Career Podcast. Today you have with me Oreo, your host. We have a very interesting guest today, Ms. Bernalyn Cross, who is the Head of Organizational Development and Employee Wellbeing Division at the University of the Free State with eight years of experience in the field of employee well-being and five years of experience in the field of organizational development. She is devoted in assisting individuals in achieving both personal and professional success. She is currently working in her dream job and pursuing a master's degree in industrial psychology in order to have a deeper impact on the lives of others. And also she is a resident head of the most vibrant and flamboyant residence in the University of the Free State Bloemfontein campus, House Vahabiki. How are you, Ms. Bernalyn? Hi, good day. I am well, thank you. And yourself? I'm glad. I'm glad to have you here. I'm very right. excited, actually. Wonderful. Let's just start diving into your career. Why, why and when did you develop a zeal for industrial psychology? Okay, I think I can start with um, way back, and in a way I'm going to give away my age as well. Okay. Now, my favorite school subject has always been business studies, and I have fond memories of being selected as one of the top five learners in grade 11. Um, in those years, it was in standard line, and um, I was selected to participate in a competition where we learned about creating business opportunities and making money from those prospects. But leading a team to perform at their optimal potential was also part of this project. Now, I was awarded that year a platinum certificate for the best business wow, idea, wow. but also um, the best team that executed this project. And I still believe that um, it was because of the team they were responsible for me winning the accolade. Because um, I always say, if a business will never thrive if the team is not really performing to their mm. optimal performance as well, uh, potential. So from that point onwards, I didn't look back and I realized that this is a, the career that I would like to pursue, um, a career in industrial psychology. And what was actually attracted me most was the combination of psychology as well as the business. I had a love for people, but I also had a love for business. Mm. And to see how that comes together was the perfect match within the industrial psychology field. Mm. So yeah, that is how I got an interest in this field of industrial psychology. And you've been working in the university for, for quite a while now. Yes, um, it is. I think I started in 2007 wow. um, at the University of the Free State. So yes, it's, I think, close to 13, 14 years if my maths. I was in primary school at that time. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can you give us a, a background of your professional career at the University of the Free State? Yes, um, I think I would like to maybe go back into how I got into pursuing this degree at the University of the Free State. It's quite a history, mm. my journey. So um, in the early 90s, I was, as I said, in grade 12. So I applied at the universities, all the universities, to actually pursue a degree in industrial psychology because mm. I developed this interest in grade 11 already. So in the early 90s, for some of you that might remember, we, had, we didn't write matric Mm. June exams because of protests and riots that happened those years. Mm -hmm. So I could only apply the university with my end of um, the grade 11 results, but also the end of um, grade 12. So I didn't get um, selected at any university and I had to pursue my second option, which was social work. Mm. And I applied mm -hmm. at the Boland at the Unit College in Wellington, beautiful 
part of our, our country and I went there for three years but unfortunately due to financial constraints I had to quit my studies come wow. back home to Bloemfontein and, and start working um, to to support my family but I always had this discontent I was working in the banking industry but mm-hmm. I had this discontent even though I enjoyed my job mm-hmm. um, this discontent of I know this is not really where I want to be so I um, still continued working, applied, and I got a job at the Department of Education where I was responsible for the life skills, um, having some life skills training within the schools, high school as well as primary school. Long story short, in, that mean, in, the, in the meantime, I applied at the University of the Friesters because I know this is where I want to work. Mm. So I applied at the university, a lot of CVs went into, I think the people got tired at the human resources because when they see it's Benalin Rafferty that time, Benalin. Mm. <laughs> and then um, I got into the job here in 2007, I started here, and then immediately I applied to do the BSOCs SC, um, majoring in industrial psychology as well as um, psychology. That was my majors. So I enjoyed my studies, my undergrad, and the more I learned about industrial psychology, the more the, my interest grew in this field. Mm-hmm. So I decided to pursue my studies in this field. I fin- completed my honors, and as you know, if mm. everything goes well, I will complete my master's no, at the end of this year. By, by the sound so, yeah. of things, it will go well. Yeah. You look. You, you sound like you. You all your life, you you liked working with people. Did you ever doubt your decision? Never. Um, no. I as as you already mentioned, since high school, I was involved in different um, projects. When it comes to being com- involved in community projects, being involved in youth work. I was there. I even traveled to Angola to do some youth work there for a month and so. But um, I've always had this passion for people and to see really how we can develop and how we can contribute to the betterment of people's lives and also to leave a legacy to the next generation. And that was, has also always been my passion. Mm. So what, what, what would you then say is the worst part of your job that nobody ever told you about? I, I don't think necessarily a bad thing, but definitely not something that I was aware, um, aware of until I had more exposure to this field. Mm. So um, it, this is that human beings um, all function in multiple systems. We all know that we have different functions, that we, uh, we are part of a multiple system. And um, that is always when you try to resolve a problem in one area then there's always external factors that influence Mm. so you make progress in one area when you address a problem but then there can always be external factors that influence that or they cancel the progress that you've made in Mm. one area so that is for instance when i um we we help staff members or students for instance to to work on the problem of interpersonal relationships and then they might maybe it can be cancelled you have a great progress and then you it can be cancelled out with what for instance um a workplace environment that's not conducive to develop that person or to actually enhance the progress that you've made so that is quite a challenge within within mm. the job the difficult part you know i have i have a routine every morning i look at myself in the mirror i love mirrors so if I had a big mirror, my, if I borrow you my mirror and you would see on a reflection the 15-year-old self, mm. self of Benelin, yeah, what would you say to her? I think what is important um, is to tell my 15-year-old self is to live without any regrets. Um, as I already explained to you, my journey of all the mistakes, the failures, the detour of my life mm. to become or to actually achieve what I have up to now, um, if I stuck into the regrets, I believe those are not 
um, wasted opportunities, but it, it really contributed to my growth. So I would tell my 15-year-old self, don't get stuck into the, the regrets of the past, but see it as an opportunity, how you grow and how you can take it further to actually get to where you, you want to. Mm. Yeah. Let me ask you st- uh, a question. What, what is the story behind CrossFit? <laughs> <laughs> Quite interesting. Mm-hmm. I have been involved in um, exercises since I can remember. As you know, we've been, we ran to Stellenbosch a few years ago for mm. the mental Yeah, we've seen you running, yes. Yeah, so um, I, I enjoy running, but uh, I think doing all these different, we have various programs of fitness at the University of the Free State that's, uh, that's available to staff members. So um, I've done it all, but then um, a few months ago, one of my friends invited me to join her to just to get to get exposure to CrossFit. And I said to her, never, because CrossFit is for the fittest of the fit, that mm. you can never, <laughs> you will never see me there. I, I just do exercise because I know it's important, but mm. not because <laughs> um, I'm, I'm competitive or something. So I went there with her and the, for three days, I, I checked the vibe out and it was quite nice. And then the coach invited me to join. So I've done two days and then I got hooked. Um, I think the fact that that the the team spirit where they encourage you to do it, where they cheer you on all the time. So that was quite um, interesting for me. But I think what's also important is the fact that CrossFit taught me how to have or develop mental toughness. Because I believe mental toughness is just as important as physical toughness. And Mm. what is so interesting of being part of CrossFit is that the skills and the principles that you get exposed to in CrossFit, you can apply it in your everyday life. Um, Just when you feel like giving up instead of push yourself to find the strength to complete this workout. Um, They usually say mind over matter. You just tell yourself you can't give up now. And I think that showed me that mental toughness is just as important as physical toughness. And you can apply it in your workplace. It um, develops some self-confidence. It develops some that you can do it, confidence that, okay, you can do it. Yeah. Mm. Let, let's speak about Vakhabiki for, for a little bit. You know, your, your, your students at Vakhabiki, they speak very highly of you, by the way. So how, I wonder, how do you get time to be present at work and also give these students time that you've been entrusted with? Well, quite an interesting Almost like question. a superpower, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know whether it's a superpower. I sometimes also wonder <laughs> <laughs> about that. But time management is crucial when navigating important tasks during the day. Um, my office hours also coincide with the academic activities and the schedules of students because during the day when I'm at work, they attend to their studies, they attend their classes. So this means that when I'm at the office, most of the students also attend their classes um, when I'm at work. So scheduling residence-related activities to after hours makes sense since this is a time that will suit my schedule as well as my, as my students' schedules. And um, I make an intentional effort to invest emotionally in all my leadership structures. We have various leadership structures, not only residence committee members, but we have mentors and we have approximately nine different levels of, of leadership. So I make intentional time to invest in them emotionally mm. so that they can uh, be able to step up when I'm not physically uh, available to support the staff members. Wow, wow. And um, due to proper time management, I think also that plays a major role um, that, that it's not necessary for me to duplicate myself. 
um, I believe in the development of leaders. So when I invest in them, they are able to step up to go and to say that I can do it when my, my Bernie, as they mm. call me, refer to yes, me. my Benny, my B. Yeah, my B. Um, then they can step up with confidence knowing that I have already invested in them. I'm very proactive when it comes to that. So through all my leadership structures will, will step up um, when it comes to me not being there physically. Mm. Tell, about, tell us about um, Reach Our Community. I know it's something that is close to your heart and you have incorporated some of your RCs at Vahabiki mm. in the past and probably in the present to also be involved. Mm. It's such a beautiful concept. Can you just tell us about it? Yeah. We learned at the Rock Foundation how crucial a sense of belonging is. Um, you know that any human being crave or actually long f- to, to feel or to have a sense of belonging. So I have discovered over the years, um, as you referred to, uh, why I expose my arshis or even my my students um, to the to the organisation. Participating in community development gives students a sense of worth, but they also give them a sense of purpose. Um, while they are temporarily moved from their their communities of origin, uh, where they're coming from. So being part of the Rock Foundation allowed them an easy access to a community project. I know when we started here a few years ago, um, many of them would come to me and ask me, do I know of community organizations that they can be involved in, especially because it was part of their studies. It was required of them to be involved in that as well many years ago. Mm. So we have introduced um, Rock Foundation to them and said this is a platform because it gives them easy access to the resources that they have. For instance, when they can't make it during the day, um, whereas maybe other organizations will not maybe work after hours, the Rock Foundation would allow them to go and mm. invest their skills wow. or to, to plow back into the community over weekends, wherever it is. So the reason why we introduced to them the Rock Foundation, which they could do voluntary, was to give them easy access to the organization and also to the community whenever they need um, to be involved in that. Mm. In, a, in, a, in a nutshell, we can agree that you basically take care of people's mental health and it's a rising pandemic in our country. But now I want to know, how does Mabi, how does she take care of herself? How do you take care of your mental health? Great. Yeah. And make sure that you're always in a good and positive space. Thank you for that question. I'm only part of the system that supports people health, mental health at a university. So there are many factors that contribute to the mental health and isolating only one contributor does not give the full picture. Uh, Together with my work, uh, many other influences also play a role in the mental health of employees, but also students. And this also applies to myself. I need to access the support available to me as an employee. Um, Like you mentioned, I also have challenges in the workplace like any other employee um, or student in the space. So I need to intentionally invest in my own mental well-being just as much as the next person. So the first step to accomplish this is to make a commitment to my own mental health and to take the required steps to accomplish this. Um, Examples of how I do it is um, I intentionally surround myself with deep and nourishing relationships. So Mm -hmm. I have a network of mentors that invest in my life and that um, so if I, when it comes to my studies, I have a, a mentor. When it comes to my personal life, when it comes wow. to my professional life, I have a network of mentors which I tap into and they invest in my life. So I think that is important. Um, I also make intentional effort to take regular breaks. So every term I would take a week to just go and 
wow. recuperate and just to um, re-energize again to be able to take the next term. So I take it term by term. Otherwise, if I say I'm waiting for the end of the year, I think I will be, be burned out before the middle of the year. So I think that it's important to do intentionally, to invest intentionally in your mental health, mm. to mm. be able to, to, to be in a good position to give out with people. I, I, I like that you say you have mentors for different areas mm. of your life. Yeah. That is very powerful. Yeah. Um, here's a quote from Maya Angelou. It says, mm. my mission in life is not to merely survive, but to thrive. What inspiration do you take from that and what would you like to pass on to your daughter? I believe that failure, as I mentioned already earlier, isn't something that one must fear, um, but we can use it as a stepping stone to growth. I have realized over the years, and especially with my detour, with my life and, and, and my journey, that failure is part of life and I should not allow my failure to consume my heart. I need to, because um, all of us know that most of the times things don't go as we plan it. Mm. Um, and it is perfectly fine if you fail. It's perfectly fine when you do not achieve that, your dreams that you want to have that time. But the secret is to not give up. And I think um, Maya Angela also mentioned in one of her letters to her daughters, and this is what I would like to, to tell my daughter and the, the yes. next generation to come. Mm. You fail, you get up, and you try again. And that is the success, or oh, this is a secret in achieving success. It's not um, the many things that you accomplish, but it's that getting up again and try again. Um, so this is what I would like to tell my my, my daughters and the generations to come. That get up. You can fail again. and get up. You can try, try again as long as you're going forward. As long as you're going forward. All right, Mavi, thank you. Let's get into the fire questions. Fire away. All right. I cannot live without coffee. My secret weapon is self discipline. I always have time for my loved ones. I will never forget to appreciate the small things in life. I hope that I will leave a positive legacy behind that impact people. I regret nothing so far. I'd like to thank everyone that impacted my life as well. Thank you, Mabi, for joining us. And from me to you, may the rest of your life be the best of your life. Thank you so much for the opportunity. That's it for now. Listen to all our episodes to make sure that you get into the fast lane of career success.